Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline. Get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about horse racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Beccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by CH Insurance, Stanley Law Offices, Rosie's Corner, and Bowers and & Company CPAs, and a huge tip of the cap thank you as well to friends of the platform, the Swan & Whitaker families, the Alonzo family, Daryl Abert, and Bob Lindsley. So the New York Mets season has been just a catastrophic disaster. I mean, if you're a Met fan, what's the first thing that's going through your mind? That you thought you had a World Series contender? That you thought you had an owner who knew what he was doing? That you thought maybe you... We're going to build something for the long term because of the finances and the farm system with the Alvarez's and the Beatty's and the like. Um, you know, I, I don't, I mean, are you longing for the Wilpons? I, I have, I have no idea what this fan base must be thinking right now. I mean, listen, it's bad enough as a Yankee fan, but here's, here's the big, you know, here's the big difference for me. This regime for the Yankees is pathetic, obviously. I mean, Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner, they've completely and utterly run this freaking the franchise into the ground. Um, you know, and I can't stand Aaron Boone. But if you look at my lifetime as a Yankee fan compared to a Met fan in my lifetime, it, it just isn't close. I mean, the Mets have been to, you know, multiple World Series. They Last time they won was 86. I've got five rings as a Yankee fan. I have seven pennants. I've got a million 100-win seasons, division titles. i got way more Hall of Famers. I have way more ALCSs. I have way more uh, contending teams. I mean, it's just it's just not close. 
Um, but both teams are kind of in the same bucket right now because of how they're operating. Um, you know, one owner cares too much and he's clueless. The other one doesn't care at all and he's clueless, right? Like Cohen cares a ton, spends a ton of money. The other one doesn't care at all and they spend a lot of money. But the one thing they have in common is they make horrible decisions. And the decisions are right at the top, which is still one stop below them, right? Which is general manager. Billy Epler's an idiot. Um, when the Mets hired him, I said, oh boy, I remember texting a lot of friends of mine. Um, and I said, look, you're in, you're in deep shit because you've got a guy who's got tons and tons and tons of money, but doesn't have any clue how to construct a roster, which is exactly the problem with Brian Cashman. So I don't know what thought comes first for you if you're a Met fan and you're listening to this, but you know, what they've done here is they have completely and utterly, as I record this, um, you know, at the end of August, um, you know, this is a team that, um, you know, basically decided at the end of July and early August that the season was over, um, you know, multiple games under 500 and all the rest. And it's time to move on, you know, from at least two guys, um, you know, and at the trade deadline, we know that, you know, they moved, um, you know, Justin Verlander back to the Houston Astros. They moved back Scherzer to the Texas Rangers. And what's crazy about this whole thing is in Rob Manfred's 10th place trophy society, um, you know, the Mets, with all the crap going on with this season, all the nonsense, right? When you look at the wild card standings, okay, the New York Mets, as I record this, are still only seven games back. Seven. Which, look, being, you know, six, seven games under 500 and only seven games back of a playoff spot, there are Met fans who thought maybe you should just hang on to the guys because, you know, maybe they're just going to completely turn it around. And I, and I don't think that, you know, Scherzer had kind of his, he was kind of bumbling and stumbling in the beginning. I thought Verlander was overall pretty good. But the problem with selling off on these two guys particularly is, you know, I could have seen like a Tani fan and some of these other players going, but the problem with selling off on these two guys is like, where do you go from here next year? You know, because who's going to be in your freaking rotation? You know, um, you know, does this mean that they are going to pursue Shohei Otani? You know, is, is that is that what they're going to do? They're going to per- pursue Shohei and put him into the rotation? I mean, I, you know, I don't. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it, it's. I, I have no idea what they're going to do. I mean, it's it's mind boggling to me when I look at this roster as well. Like they have problems beyond just sending away Verlander and Scherzer. And by the way, how stupid was it that they not only like traded these guys, but Steve Cohen is picking up a ton of the contracts. And like, if you listen to comments from both the Rangers and, and Astros, their ownership was crazy surprised that Cohen was going to buck up even more money just to get a couple of prospects like the Acuna kid, right? Ronald Acuna's younger brother from you know the Rangers and a couple of prospects from Houston. Cohen is paying literally. When's the last time we saw somebody in sell mode and say, I'm going to pick up some of the contract, but I'm going to go overboard. And then whatever the years and the terms and all the rest, like Verlander, if he pitches north of 140 innings this year, which shouldn't be a problem, he gets his contract in place for next year and a certain bonus. and all that. What owner then says, okay, well, I'll give you more and more and more and more in order to get in prospects. Why don't you just trade them? And pick up whatever the money and like make the deal, like make the trade. Why are you throwing in more money just to get like the prospects you request? You know, get the prospects you request without giving them money. Like Cohen is just, I mean, it's unbelievable. Like who's going to be in this rotation next year? 
Is it going to be Carlos Carrasco and Kodai Singai and that's it? Or Kodai Senga? Is that it? And Jose Quintana? You know, they, they sold off David Robertson, but like this entire roster has underachieved. And I don't think Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander are at the front of the line with that. I think the underachievers are, you know, Adam Adovino, you know, Pete Alonzo, you know, Jeff McNeil, you know, these guys are the underachievers. Like the big Francisco Lindor blows. $341 million for Francisco Lindor? You've got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. Look up and down the roster. Look at the roster. Look at the averages. Look at Starling Marte. I thought they had a pretty good mix of veterans and and young guys, but man, the Mets are a complete disaster, and I just don't know who's going to be in the rotation right now. Um, well, not right now, but next year. Are they going to go out and, and try to go get, you know, a Urias? Are they going to get $600 million to Shohei? I, I, I mean, this is because, goodness, I mean, with the amount of money that they're picking up on Verlander and Scherzer, with the payroll and the luxury tax and all that, I mean, how much is Cohen going to spend next year? If he gets Otani, are they going to have a $400 million payroll? So if you look at the money picked up, you look at the money they already have in the books, and you look at a, a possible Otani go-get situation, it could be $400 million. bucks. I'll tell you, man. The Mets, I, I don't know if you're longing for the Wilpons here, Mets fans, but holy smokes, this franchise continues to be an embarrassment. I'm going to get to more Mets baseball talk next year on the ML Sports Platter. Hey, we're brought to you by our good friend Courtney at Maple Downs. Go on over to caring.com and Google uh, search a place for mom. 315-400-9666. That's 315-400-9666. A place for mom and caring.com. Get your loved one in the Maple Downs Senior Living Community in Fayetteville. It's an amazing place. I've called it Disneyland for older people. It's safe. It's secure. It's really, really great price. Um, you know, for, for your loved one, whether it's an aunt, an uncle, a parent, a guardian, whoever, where life's just getting a little bit too hard. Maybe they need a little bit of help, but they still can get some independence. There is a, uh, a church there. There is a, a haircut center. There, uh, uh, there's a game, game room. There's a library. Um, all your meals are included. Cables included. Room services included. A shuttle service included. It goes on and on and on and on. So make sure that you check them out. Maple Downs at caring.com. Call my friend Courtney. She can hook you up right now. Currently, they are at 91% capacity. So they have a couple of rooms left. Call Courtney direct. 315-400-9666. That's 315-400-9666. Courtney of Maple Downs Senior Living Community is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. More on the maps next on the MLSP. Mike Lindsley back with you. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, Ken's Auto Detailing, and Barts and Rec Doggy Daycare. Let's keep talking Mets. So I had alluded to this, I don't know, maybe a few weeks back, doing some YouTube videos, and, you know, the Yankees, they just get all the wrong players. I mean, I'm watching these games until I really, you know, my eyes bleed, basically, and I just, I just can't do it anymore. And I watch probably 20% of what I used to in Major League Baseball overall. I just can't. I can't focus on it. Um, it's boring. The bigger bases piss me off. There's still a ghost runner. I think the I think the pitch clock was a wonderful deal, but that's basically all that Rob Manfred has done that's good for the game under his tenure. And oh, yippee-i-yay, he just signed a contract extension because the owners are making more money, which is really all that matters. It doesn't matter who that you could have Hitler in the commissioner's chair and they're gonna vote an extension as long as they continue to make more and more money. And you know what? It's mind-boggling quickly on Manfred that a guy from Rome freaking New York, which is about an hour from Cooperstown, with all of that baseball history, the lineage, the history, all this sort of thing, really just has screwed the game up this much. I mean, isn't it? Isn't it just unbelievable? This is the guy we have in the chair. 
a guy who's an hour from Cooperstown who doesn't understand the game and who doesn't want what's best for the game and who doesn't care about the fans. I mean, that's, that's, that's who your commissioner is, folks. So you know what? You want to keep spending tons of money? You want to bring a family of four to the ballpark and spend 300 bucks every time you go? Be my guest, man. Be my guest. I'll flip on a few innings here and there on, on TV for free. Well, not for free. I pay for it. And then read a book. I mean, seriously, because this the product is so bad. But the Yankees get the wrong players. So do the Mets. I mean, I'm watching these Yankee games, and I'm watching these Met games, and I'm going, okay. The Mets signed Francisco Lindor. Okay? Could add Trey Turner, right? The Yankees could have Freddie Freeman without even hesitating, and they could have easily given everything for Juan Soto. Now, I hear all the time about how everybody asks for more from the Yankees. Like, oh, they want their they want more prospects. They want their better prospects. Well, who are their prospects? I mean, they can't even develop anybody anymore, you know? I mean, they still think that they're developing Luis Severino by giving a guy with damaged goods and a terrible, terrible history a $40 million contract. That's their idea of developing a pitcher. Guy's basically shot, and they continue to trot him out there, right? He's a farmhand. So if he somehow does more than that one good outing and he stays consistent for like a month, Cashman can, you know, use his arrogant self and talk about it, right? <laughs> it's like, I mean, that, that's it's kind of where we're at. And I, I just, it, it blow. I mean, it really blows my mind when guys like Juan Soto are out there and Cashman won't give up, you know, let's say, I mean, why can't you get creative? Why can't you get a third team involved? You know, why didn't they get Juan Soto when he was available as a Washington National? I mean, I would, I would have called immediately Mike Rizzo up and said, look, here's a deal. And I don't know what those guys do behind the scenes, but I don't think Cashman works hard enough behind the scenes because if he did, you'd see him improve the team better. But they're all caught up in the analytics. Remember, they signed Aaron Hicks to a seven-year, $70 million deal. I mean, why not call him up and go, look, we'll give you, we'll give you, uh, Oswald Peraza, we'll give you Anthony Volpe, we'll give you Jason Dominguez, we'll give you Luis Severino, you give us Juan Soto, you know, and then we'll give you Burrito as well. I mean, just throw everybody into this thing. Who gives a crap? I mean, you're getting a generational ridiculous hitter in Juan Soto who, oh, by the way, is a lefty in Yankee Stadium. Wow, what a concept. We'll give you all that. Hey, maybe would you take John Carlos Stanton too if we picked up half the money, Right? We'll take Patrick Corbin's salary as a pitcher. You give us Juan Soto and throw in the kid C.J. Abrams. Now we have a shortstop. Oh, you want Glaber Torres? I mean, there's a million ways you could do this. You could add, you could add a third team in. You know, you could add a team like, I don't know, uh, maybe a team out, maybe the Giants. You know, maybe the Giants would want a couple of the Yankee prospects. You know, there are ways to do this. Um, all I know is that if Juan Soto was available, I would have given them my top three three to five prospects without even blinking. You know, I would have given them all away because the Yankees don't know how to develop them. And the Mets, you know, they got Beatty, they got, you know, Alvarez and all these guys. Okay, that's nice. And they thought that they had this huge payroll with a huge pitching staff with Hall of Fame pitchers, albeit aging pitchers. They thought that the depth was going to be there. They've had all kinds of injuries. They've had all kinds of problems. Uh, They just haven't been able to click, you know, more than a couple nights in a row. And it's an embarrassment. And they have all the wrong players as well. You know, I mean, when you look at these guys, you know, why not go get a Juan Soto for them too? You know, why not in the pitching market, did they not go and trade for or sign, 
you know, some big time guys? Why didn't they go out and get Charlie Morton? I mean, why? You know, Charlie Morton's been out there forever, right? I did agree with them letting Jacob DeGrom go because he's damaged goods, right? But there were a bunch of other options that they, that they could have gotten, right? I mean, really. And the same goes for the Yankees, but they continue to just get the wrong players. And I think that's a huge problem with both New York teams. And again, it goes back to the general manager seat. These guys don't know how to build a roster. And now Verlander's gone in Houston. Now Scherzer's gone in Texas. The Mets season has been a complete screw-up. They've had a million guys on the roster underachieving. You know, their bullpen's been brutal. When they have one good game or two good games in a row, they have four bad ones. They take one step forward and ten back. I mean, it's been embarrassing. It's been flat-out embarrassing. And, you know, they traded David Robertson, one of the guys who was actually having a really, really good year. Um, and, and now what do you have in the lineup? I mean, you, you can't really scare anybody. you got Francisco Lindor signed for 100 years. Uh, Pete Alonso is a shell of himself. I mean, as I record this, he's hitting two friggin' 20. Starling Marte is trash. Jeff McNeil is meh. I mean, who scares you in the lineup? Nobody. You know, who's, I mean, who, who scares you in the lineup? Nobody. They don't have a single player who scares you in the lineup. And I guess that's maybe where the Yankees differ because at least you have Judge. You know, he's, he's the only guy in the lineup who scares you. But this Mets team... Wow. So I don't think that there's a bright future for either of them. Um, I, I, I think that there's major problems on both sides. I'm afraid that every year that goes by with a terrible general manager, not just in baseball, but in all sports, when you have a bad GM, every year that goes on, it's basically like two years of a rebuild. And these two guys are so clueless in terms of how to build a roster that you know, you kind of have to say if you're a Met fan, and frankly, if you're a Yankee fan as well, like, yeah, both franchises need to be torn down and rebuilt. They, they do. And both teams have the finances to do it. But the problem is, I don't think you want either of these GMs doing it. They're terrible. And so I think I'd fire Epler, and I'd hire, I don't know, you know, somebody who's been out there who really, really understands the game, minus, you know, the analytics, you know, kind of can really build – a roster without, you know, being, um, you know, so analytically driven. I mean, why not David Stearns if you're the Mets, right? I mean, for the Yankees too, but I think he'd be a great fit for the Mets. I mean, he's a guy who, you know, yeah, he is a little analytically driven, but he's done great things. I mean, great things. Um, you know, and I think he could do great things for the Mets, you know? I mean, he executed the trade for Yelich, um, you know, he went out and got guys who I thought were pretty good fits. Uh, they won a division in 2018. Um, you know, they made the NLD. Oh, they made the NLCS in 18, actually, if you remember. And they beat the Rockies in the NLDS and, you know, playing the Dodgers in the NLCS. Nobody was going to, you know, I mean, that Dodger team, you know, out of the National League that year, I don't think anybody would have beaten them. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, you know... Stearns stepped down as president of baseball operations, but obviously it was probably more of a mutual thing. And he's in an advisory role. You have Matt Arnold there. I mean, why not, why not go get David Stearns? Like he, he's proved, he's proved he can do it. Um, and let's be honest, he's done it without the payroll of the Mets. You know, I've always been interested to see what guys can do without the resources that the Mets and the Yankees and the Dodgers and all these teams have. 
You know, Billy Bean, some people said that, but I'm not really signing up for that one. But Stearns is one of those guys. I've always wondered what Dayton Moore could do. I mean, here's a guy who got the Kansas City Royals to the World Series, you know, what, twice and won one. What could he do in the Bronx, right? That would be somebody I'd hire in a second. Or you could just fire Brian Cashman and promote Brian Sabian, a guy who helped G. Michael and company get the Yankees to a dynastic level in the 90s. But they're too stupid for that, and Hal's asleep at the wheel. Hal looks at ratings. He looks at ticket revenue and all the money that they're just pouring into the Bronx right now. And that's it for him. That's good enough for him. He does not care about winning. He just doesn't care. He doesn't care. You know, so that's the direction I would go if I'm the Mets. I'd go to like a David Stearns. Um, yeah, I'd try to get, you know, a Dayton Moore, somebody like that. Clearly the Yankees need to get rid of Cashman too because, again, if you're going to tear this thing down, um, you got to find people to take on salary uh, or you got to start releasing people. That's kind of where it begins. Um, you have the resources where you don't necessarily need to be great drafters. Um, but you do need to be smart with your farm. You need to be smart with trades. You need to be smart in development. You need to be smart in who you sign. Um, and you have to get the right players and you have to construct the right roster. And both of them are just absolutely just a disgrace right now. And Cohen came in and every Matt fan thought he would be the friggin' savior, huh? Well, it's almost as bad, if not worse than the, Wilpon situation. And that is really, really saying something if you're a Met fan. ML Sports Take. Find those on YouTube, Instagram, and all over the social media platforms, including TikTok, actually. And we are brought to you by our good friend over at Under Armour Golf all around New York State. Hey, if you own a company that buys gear for the staff or for customers like uniforms, customer giveaways, etc., Buy direct from Trey Walewski. Email him at treypgasales at gmail.com. That's Trey, T-R-E-Y, P-G-A-Sales at gmail.com. Trey, P-G-A-Sales at gmail.com. And hey, listen, it's going to be a wonderful investment for you. If you own a business or run a charity golf tournament, buy your Under Armour Direct and save big time. It's great, man, honestly. And uh, there's nothing better than Under Armour for me. So make sure you reach out to Trey today and get in those bulk orders. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, Camillo's Golf Club, and Bonnet Sales and Service. Hey, if your garage door fails, call Bonnet Sales, Route 11 in Central Square. They've got the best garage doors anywhere in Central New York. You live in Chittenango, Fayetteville, Brewerton, Mexico, Pulaski, wherever you might be, Bonnet Sales and Service can help you out. Free estimates are available right now, and you can talk to them directly on Route 11 in Central Square. Bonnet Sales and Service is a proud ML Sports Platter Sponsor. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Nothing says tradition like baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and CH insurance. Hi, this is Joe Convertino Jr. Our tradition of exceeding customer expectations is second to none. We're committed to protecting your business and family. We partner with amazing carriers like Preferred Mutual and do whatever it takes to hit a home run for every client. CH Insurance, in your corner, every day, every way. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.